Welcome to track number four of Atmosphere. Do what you want me to. No empty words and no white lies. No token prayer, no compromise. I wanna shine the light you gave through your son. You sent to save us from ourselves, not despair. It comforts me to know. You're really there. I wanna thank you now for being patient with me. Oh, it's so hard to see when my nights are on me. I guess I have to trust and just believe what you. Oh, you're coming again, coming to take me away. I want to die and let you give your life to me so I might live and share the words you gave to me. The love to set me free. I wanna tell the world out there, you're not some fable, no fairy tale. I've made out inside my head. The sign that you from the dead. Oh yeah, I wanna thank you now for being.
rushing wind blows through the temple, blowing out the dust within. Come and breathe your breath upon me. I've been born again. Holy Spirit, I
All right. Glory to God. You guys are doing a great job. Okay. Father, thank you for your blessing. In Jesus' name, amen. You may be seated. Now, hello, hello? Hello, make my thing nice and clear. Nice and clear. All right. Glory to God. Now, what is an atmosphere? An atmosphere, look, I don't like the sound. Somebody has touched the dials of this one. I tell you. Hello? And, and give me some volume so I don't, I don't need to shout. Hello? Right. Hallelujah. An atmosphere is a surrounding. It's a surrounding. It's a surrounding. That's one. Number two, it is a pervading mood. So your surroundings are an atmosphere. This is an English definition of an atmosphere. It's surrounding. The atmosphere of this, of this earth is the surrounding gases that we have, that we are breathing. We don't breathe oxygen. We breathe a combination of gases that are in the atmosphere. Do you understand? And we use some of the things in the atmosphere. Atmospheric um, temperature and pressure and gases. It's not only oxygen that you breathe. Is it, is it only oxygen that you breathe? A lot of different things. So your surrounding. Your room is your atmosphere. Your room. Your bedroom. Where you sleep is your atmosphere. You understand? A room is part of your atmosphere. If you are in a jumbled up room, that is the atmosphere. If you are in an at, if you are in, if you have a lot of boxes in your room, you have the atmosphere of a warehouse or a rubbish dump. That has not been fully cleared. Or a work in progress. Do you get it? So it's your surrounding is equal to atmosphere. It's one of the definitions of what is an atmosphere. And it's very, very important. Now, just your surroundings can cause you to have certain thoughts. That's your room. Yeah. And that would come to you when you travel a lot or we start traveling. You will realize how you think in different places. Yeah. Like you will never know that the atmosphere has such an effect on even the thoughts that are allowed to pass through your mind. 
Remind me to tell you what happened to me when I went to Argentina. Yeah. Okay. But I want to finish the definition because when I go to the right now, it's going to go for a long time. The, the, the next definition is an environment. The environment. If, 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 you, if, you, if you check the word on your, on your tripod or your iPad. Oh, I told you I was going to show you a tripod. Oh, somebody brought a tripod and has gone. But remind me, Paula or Mary, to call whatever to bring the tripod. You are all going digital. Just keep receiving this. Don't look, listen, listen. People, people um, have fought against the Catholic Church for honoring Mary. Mary. But long ago, the Holy Spirit showed me that Mary is one of the greatest, fantastic figures in the whole Bible. Mary. Oh, yeah. When the Pope died, this last Pope, on his coffin was written a single letter M for Mary. Yes, this last Pope, he wrote on his coffin M for Mary. Yes. You know, and the angel said, Blessed are thou amongst women, you know, to believe such a story and to just. How did you become pregnant? The Holy Spirit. I mean, you try saying that today anywhere and see what will happen. How did you become pregnant? The Holy Spirit. The sweet influence of the Holy Spirit. It's so fantastic. So when I say that you will be fully digital, you see, when, when, when the angel told her this fantastic, she said, look, be it unto me according to thy word. Just, look, let it be unto you a handmaid, and the handmaiden of the Lord, whatever. I just flow with it. So, when you hear these fantastic things, because you may not even know how somebody like you can move digital. Do you understand? Based on your current economic situation. Single-digit inflation. Without a strong currency, our strong currency has been devalued in the last four years. It lost all its value times 100% and became 2 to 1. Started as 1 to 1. That's lost 100% of its value in four years. And a fantastic economic management. Are you listening? Yeah. So when I prophesy great things about when I when I tell you that your marriage will be better than our marriage, you have to receive it. And you have to just believe these things. Don't don't argue in your head. Just 
There are people who argue in their head. Any, anything that is said, they have an argument in their head. It doesn't just enter quietly. There's an argument. Why should you argue in your head, even in your head? Why should you argue? It's wrong to argue in your head. Accept good things. And believe a good thing for your future. I'm, I'm prophesying to you that say that it will be unto me as you have said. You must believe things. And the more you believe, you also have to believe things which you don't understand. And the more you are able to believe things you don't understand, the higher you go with God. Oh, yeah. You see, there, are, there will be always some things you will not understand. When it comes to those ones, those are the ones that remember that say, that's the one. Who, the one that is against your nature. And it's Flowing against how you feel. These are the ones you have to believe more. Yeah. Believe it more. And you, you'll be surprised. That keeps going higher. You keep going higher. I'm happy to be in the first last church. And yes, so a year ago, I, I was having my quiet time. And as I was having my quiet time, I was, I was in Revelation. And then I read the place where it said, Because for me, God speaks to me through the Bible. One of my main ways God speaks to me through the Bible and through people that I meet. See if you read Rejoiner's book. When he met all those pastors who had fallen and they had gone to heaven, they were in the lowest part of heaven. He was saying, so on earth, I have come here to see this. What about those who are on earth who have never had that vision? And what hope is there for anybody who has not had such a fantastic vision? And the Lord said to him that if you have a, a humble heart, Every encounter you have, and every human being you meet, and every encounter you have, if you are humble and your heart is open, you will receive the same lessons that you are having here in the form of a vision on earth. Yeah. And Jesus also said it. When the, the five loaves and the ten thousand, five thousand fishes, five thousand loaves and so on, he asked them, why, why is your heart hard? After what happened, doesn't it teach you something? So he calls it, when you don't learn something from something that has happened, he calls it a hard heart. Why is your heart hardened? Is that something like this has happened and it doesn't have an effect on you. Doesn't it teach you something? You have to learn from the things that are happening. You have to see things and let the Holy Spirit teach you something practically. Then it will be as if you are having a vision. So that's one of the ways the Holy Spirit speaks to me. Things happen and it, it, it's as if God starts to speak to me so much. Because my heart, doesn't, my heart doesn't need to be hardened when I see two fishes and five loaves sent to feed 5,000 men. 5,000 hungry men. Not, not, not 500 people at the camp. 5,000 men. See, five, five loaves of bread feed 5,000 men apart from the women and children. It, it should... It should, it should, it should Enter your soul and something should be speaking to you all the time. And God should speak to you. So when your heart is happy, everything happens, things happen, you meet people, things go on, it doesn't, nothing occurs to you. No new thought comes to your mind. So one of the ways the Holy Spirit speaks to me is that way. And another is my Bible reading. So I was reading my Bible and the Holy Spirit said to me, You have blessed your first love. I said, What first love again? I have been preaching. All the word of God, I go here, I've started a crusade, what a king. 
But again, what am, what am I not doing again? Because eh? I'm always scared. When I'm praying, I'm always afraid. Lord, what am I doing? What am I not doing? Do you understand? Your first, so I was, in, I was still in my spirit. You know, so when certain events came up and then I said, no, I'm going to move in, uh, do a church, you know, again. And then he came and I said, no, first love. He said, as we have been doing the first love about a year, it has also brought so many things up which I didn't even know. Yeah. Are you understanding what I'm saying? So, I'm just saying that the Holy Spirit, he speaks to you, at least to me, beholding my Bible, I'm reading it. Suddenly, I'm, as if an angel is standing there, as if Jesus has come to stand there. You see, when Papa Hagen had the vision, of, uh, he was in the hospital, he said that, look, the dog was of the 5.45 in the afternoon, and he was alone lying on the ward in the hospital, and the door was open just a little, and he heard footsteps outside the door. Somebody was coming. So he looked down and he saw a rope and he could see this on the feet, the sandal. So he thought it was, he said like, he could see open sandal. So he thought, oh, it, it may be a mess. So when the person came in and he looked, he said, but he had had a vision of Jesus before. He said it was Jesus, physically. And Jesus walked in, right in the afternoon, walked to the foot of the bed and took a chair. He said, as he was lying on the side, he, he came in from the right, took a chair, and went to the left side, and pulled the chair and sat by him on the left side of the bed. <laughs> I sat down to talk to him, talked to him for two hours. Yeah. Two hours. About, about the ministry. And got up and walked out. And eight, 8 o'clock, whatever, the, the doctor who had admitted him came for ward round and, would, and talked to him also. He had no idea. I mean, what I'm saying is that maybe you may not have this type of fantastic experiences. But you may be like me, that when you read the Bible, you understand, the Holy Spirit will speak to you through what you are reading in the Bible. Yeah. And you must be open. You must be open. You must be open to God. God is speaking. God is guiding. God is leading. Always leading. Always, always present. His angel by your side. His spirit upon you. His spirit bubbling out of you. Speaking, guiding, influencing. Pushing you, pushing you. Press, pressing you this way, this way. To the right, to the right. Papa Higgins said, he said, when Jesus sat by, he said, do you remember? Do you remember? He said, do you remember a church you went one day, a pastor came to you and he said to you, do you go to small churches? He said, the guy has about 50 members in his church. 50, just a few people. He said, the guy said, do you go to? He said that, you, do you realize that you, you, since the guy spoke to you sometimes, you keep on remembering that thing? He said, yeah. he said, that was me. I was the one talking to you. Yeah, I was, I was talking to you. He said, since that guy said, so I'm telling you, go to his church. He said, I'm telling you, go. And this is the last time that I will tell you in such a kind of vision to go. This is the last time. From now, you have to be like everybody else. And follow, learn how to follow the Spirit and the guidance, the influence. And the pushing of the Spirit. Hmm. I tell you, 
I don't even know what we are talking about now. Yeah. Believe that spirit. Okay. So listen. Atmosphere. Atmosphere. The environment. The, inf- the, the next one is the pervading mood. 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 Of the spirit. Hallelujah. The influence. Okay. Then the next one is the dominant mood. Is the dominant and the dominant mood. That is why moody people often bring evil spirits. Because when you have a, a, a dark face, a dominating mood, the presence of your unsmiling face and unresponsive attitude. Look, your attitude, your eyes. When I preach, I look, I look into your eyes. I look at your face. All the walls, all the walls that were lost, the big, big walls, all came about from a change in something small in the leader. Sometimes the attitude, just the attitude of the person, on the level of encouragement, or the level of discouragement, was a change, like Napoleon. Just a change. When he started to lose, so one of the main things that he didn't command the army personally as he used to. And his attitude was different. He had married for two years and it was slightly different with a small pot belly. It was, it was before when he was winning all his slight change in the attitude. And then they started start to lose. So a slight change in attitude, a dark mood that you transfer on all of us in the room. And we are having a meeting and we feel always to have to explain something to you because you are not smiling. No, you don't, you don't look happy anymore. And your presence is disturbing all of us. It's an evil thing. But it's a surrounding. It's more powerful than the trees and the beautiful grass and the lawns and the things that we have around are all cancelled by your presence and the dominant mood that you are transferring onto everybody there. I'm telling you. Some of you, your mouth is like this. This, this, this place is down. That's that your mouth is like standard, like the angry standard. Like when your mouth is at rest. You see, everybody has a different face at rest. Yeah. And at rest, at rest, your mouth, your mouth is angry looking. And if at rest, your mouth is angry looking. If you want to know, ask somebody who sees you when you are sleeping. That's how your mouth is. At rest. Some people, when they sleep, the mouth is open. <laughs> and some people, when they sleep, the mouth is closed. It depends on your mouth. <laughs> but there is an advantage of an open mouth. Or a- 
<laughs> there are differences. Yeah, I'll tell you. If you, if you remind me, I'll tell you. You want to know? <laughs> no, that is not the topic. I'm talking about the mood. Yeah. The mood. So you must reject. I, I, I don't accept the presence of somebody who transfers his or her mood onto all of us. I'll quickly change your presence. I'll quickly remove you from my company. Yeah. Or somebody who doesn't speak at all. It's like you are, you are the silent, are you the silent visitor? Is it, have you seen that? The, the silent visitor in every home. The, 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 the guest. The unseen guest at every meal. The silent listener to every prayer and conversation. Are you the silent listener? No. Where are your comments? Where, where, where are your statements? Are you deaf and dumb? Are you deaf and dumb? We want to know how you feel. We want to know your, your, your feelings. But your silence makes us fear you. Fear quiet people. And survive longer. Respect them, I tell you. They have thoughts. They have imaginations. They have ideas. So an atmosphere is the dominant mood. So that is why some people, they were employed Everybody, they employ one sanguine to, to lighten the atmosphere. Mike Medoff said he had one person that he employed and she lightened the whole office up. Yeah. My, my wife is like that. My wife will laugh at, at, at the most serious people. She just, she just laughs at you. I remember one, one church member, he's very serious with glasses. He wears glasses, very serious. She'll just laugh at him and say something to him and he's so confused. <laughs> so such a person lightens the atmosphere. Yeah? That's, that's, she has constantly lightened and uh, uh, lightened the atmosphere around me since she was my beloved. She light atmosphere. Through her laugh, laughing at this, laughing at this, laughing at this. Oh, just be laughing. And... But if you laugh at her, she doesn't like it. <laughs> she doesn't like it at all. When I laugh at her, she says, no, my laughing is serious. Mine is serious. There's something serious in it. It's not a joke. And I don't accept that because... You are laughing at me, I should also laugh at you. Yeah. But a moody person darkens the atmosphere. Frightens the atmosphere. Once I was traveling somewhere, there was somebody sitting behind me. He wasn't speaking. <laughs> No voice, nothing. And because he was right behind me, 
I couldn't be telling like this. I just telling like this. So I don't, since then I don't allow, I'll choose the person who sits behind me. The one who sits there, I'm sure of the person's attitude. Yes. Sit, the one who sits right behind me. They sit this way, but it's the one who sits on this side. I have to be sure of you first. That's why some moods are called dark moods. Dark moods. Your dark moods are being transferred on all of us. How do you mean? So, that is an atmosphere. Now, an atmosphere describes the distinctive quality, quality, the quality of a place is defined by the atmosphere. A place changes in value by the atmosphere that is there. So abroad, where there is a mountain, there is Greater quality of atmosphere. Where there is a lake, there is a higher quality. And where there is a sea, there is a high quality. So, anybody who builds a house in such areas has built his house on the highest quality. Because the atmosphere around the beach, around the lake, around the mountain, around trees. You see, a tree in a house in America can raise the price of the house by more than ten to twenty thousand US dollars just because there's a big grown tree in the house. Yeah, because the tree changes the environment. If you bush people are those who cut down trees. When you're a bushman you just cut down trees. You just cut it and so cut this down. It means nothing. And you don't know how much the quality of the place changes. So you see mountains like these were inhabited by the white missionaries when they came. They came here. But we don't know the value of this place. A white missionary, if you just go a little further down the road, there's a cemetery for all of them. More, all the mountains are full of cemeteries of white people. German names, German. I've walked to the cemetery. I walked to the cemetery in uh, Latte, way up the mountain here. You see German names, all Schwarz, this, this, stuff, whatever, Berger, something, whatever. They're all German. Swiss German. Ecrophone across there. All missionaries. All Germans. They came here. This is valuable. The mountain is beautiful. The huge trees. If you look at it, you see it's a huge tree. And growing. And vegetation is quality. But you see, there are some people who don't value such things. Yeah. So the, the beaches. Beautiful beaches. Don't even know what we have. Used as a toilet. <laughs> the next one, an atmosphere is the character that a place has. Okay? If you go to a discotheque, character of darkness and colored light. <laughs> 
loud music, all those things make up the character of a disco tech or a, yeah, one of those club places. Okay? So you see some people, when they are painting their house, they go and buy blue and pink. You see, and as soon as you paint your house with blue, deep blue and deep pink, the value of the house goes down. <laughs> but, but they don't know how the color you are painting the house changes the environment. They'll say that, but oh, when you paint it, it will get dirty just now. But if this whole place was color blue, deep blue, like this color, this blue here, stand up. Yeah. If the whole place was blue, you see, the whole place will look different. Yeah. Very, very different. You see, so there are so many things that change the color, uh, the character, the atmosphere. Yeah. So I'm going to show you. By the time we finish, your, your room will change. Your house will change. So many things will change. Because we are talking of the atmosphere, the, the character of the... You see, there are places when you go, you know that a white man has lived here. Immediately, so a white man lives here. Or has lived here before. And there are places you go, you know that sons of... Yeah. When you enter Commonwealth Hall or Volta Hall and you see, first of all, when you enter the University of Ghana, you see how beautiful the layout is. That when you enter the hall and you start to see the character of the place has been changed by the polytanks and those things which other people have come to lower the quality. Because you should not see the source of water. You shouldn't see the tank. Yeah. You don't, when abroad there's no tank. You see, when you go to England, you will not see any polytanks. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing like that. There is nothing like that. The character of the place. When I first went to Volta Hall and I passed through and I, I smelled the toilet. That you, you pass by, you smell urine. Urine. The smell of concentrated ammonia, ammoniacal urine. That is what greets you before you meet all these beautiful girls who are in the hall. It's amazing. Yeah. And you stand and you see the character and the quality has come down by that smell that greeted you at the entrance. It's true. You see, and you see, all these things, it, you will not even get revelation when you are in such a place. It's not just a revelation. It's not an atmosphere for revelation. So that's what an atmosphere is. And you'll be surprised that all these things affect everything that we do. Alright? The next one is the atmosphere is the general impression that you get in a place. It's the general impression that you have. 
alright? It's the general impression you have of a place. When you come to a place, you have a certain general impression. That general impression, you get it. It's the atmosphere. You, sometimes you get riches, quality, prosperity, beauty, achievement, greatness. You, you have these feelings when you enter a place. So what feeling do you have when you enter your kitchen? The kitchen that you are operating in. Confusion. And you can have an idea of what kind of food is coming out of that place. That's why a lot of people don't eat everything. There are some people who don't eat everything. They don't know where. When, when Benihim came to Ghana, he sent people to the kitchen. The kitchen. The, those security guards he saw, they, they came to the kitchen where we were going to serve food. They came to inspect it themselves. They came to see where, this, that, whatever, before. They would even allow him to be dished any food for him to even taste it. Yeah. <laughs> the next one is that it is the, it is, it is the emotional tone, emotional tone of a work of art. It's the emotional tone of a work of art. You see, every work of art brings an emotional tone. That is why hotels always, always have paintings or some kind of whatever in the hotel room. All have a certain type and they have a certain type of artwork. The artwork creates an emotional tone when you enter. An emotional tone of calmness, homeliness, restfulness, quality, expense, royalty are created to who you are welcoming. Yeah, they all have it. Yeah, it's the emotional tone that is created by a work of art. By music. Music creates a certain emotional tone to a place. It's true. Are you there? Are you listening? Right. All these are the atmospheres. Now, as black people, we must be conscious of the atmosphere, including the natural atmosphere. Because, see, the natural atmosphere causes us to be a certain way. Now, when you live in a place like the University of Ghana, where they have toilets that do not flush, and you have SOS. Do you know SOS? Do you know SOS? Ask your neighbor what is SOS. Listen, listen, it will not help, look, 
Have you not noticed that people who come from different places are different? And you notice that all those who come from here are like this. All those who come from here are like this. All those who come from here are like this. So it's like the, 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 the tomatoes that are grown from here are like this. The mangoes that come from here are like this. The pineapples that come from here are like this. So it's like the environment is producing a type of person. It's true. Many of my pastors, I've had to take them abroad over and over and over. Even the architects, those who did architecture. Most of them, I can't work with them. Almost 100% I'm unable to work with them. It's only one, one or two. In fact, my, my engineer is even more of an architect than the architect. They are so, they are so non-architectural. So sometimes I ask them, I say, ah, do you not do art before you do architecture? I mean, I, because when you are going to do architecture, they sometimes check whether you've done any kind of art. Isn't it? Yeah. And they are so unable, you get it, to, to, to do. I mean, the first time I, I suggested to an architect that I was going to build something here. Right? They said, no, 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 no. You see, it would be whatever. See, there's the mountain, the hill. Then I just took the architect, the architect that I, I work with. I said, I'm going for a camp in Switzerland. Come with me. And I told them, I have the camp in the mountain. They have the place where they do it. So I went with him. He goes to the mountain. You see that the place steep. Like if the mountain, you see that the, the, the hall, from half of the hall, then the mountain has started from here like this. Yeah. And the hall, the mountain is half is inside the mountain. You see, we see mountains like that. They are full of houses. Right? Yeah. Our minds are just so narrow. So even when somebody is suggesting. So, there are people who tell these tech architects, they tell them that, look, you are used to as a draftsman. You, you, are, you cannot be, you are not an architect. You be a draftsman from camp. Yeah. And people who are experienced, they don't even use them. They tell you, they sit down in the brain. It's not you who are coming to tell me what to tell. Come on, design it like this. This is what I say. I've built a lot of uh, houses. It's not you who are coming to tell. Come on, do it like this. This is what I say. They don't know much. So I'm, what I'm sharing with you is very important because many of us, we lack so much. We are so limited. And you need exposure and environmental expansion of your thinking. It's true. Some of you ladies, I mean, you have come out of a, a home of death and confusion in the kitchen. You see, we have, we have types of kitchen. We have types of kitchen. Yeah. There are kitchens where I myself will go uh, cooking and doing things. That's one or two things I can cook. Yeah. One or two things, not many. One or two. And what I can do, I do. But I need a certain environment. If that environment is not that, I don't go there. I, I can't go to a kitchen where they just finished killing a chicken inside the kitchen. Kill the chicken in the kitchen. Or you kill the goat in the kitchen. 
It's a wrong atmosphere. And that atmosphere will not work for me. So you need, you need expansion. You need expansion of your mind. I'm telling you. You may not know. You may not. It really affects you. It really affects you. And so for some of us, you see, to be a total person, you are going to have to grow and develop. So as you come to church, you hear all these things. You have to say, look, I want to learn. I want to learn. And when you see and you are learning, learn it and learn it well. And let it enter you. Let, let it let grow, develop, accept new things. I have people, different people that are with me. They learn different things. And I, I myself have been good. One day I was with somebody. He told me, so I said, look, when you go somewhere and even you know certain kinds of food, it shows even where you are from. Yeah. They will watch and see whether you eat what you eat. Whether you know certain things. It's true. So, as open your heart and your mind. You, you have come from, so many of us is from a wrong environment, but God wants to upgrade you. Are you ready for an upgrade? Now, without certain atmosphere, certain things will not come to you. That is the importance of the atmosphere. Turn with me to Revelation. Have you found Revelations? Go to chapter 1. Listen, what is an atmosphere? Say it again. Uh huh. The pervading what? Okay. Is the one? Okay. The dominance what? Mood. Wow. The next one. The one this quality of a place. Is this a quality place? Is this quality? You can see gradually the quality coming. Even whilst it is being developed, you can see that the quality is coming. Yeah. Next one. The character that a place has. Wow. The next one. The general impression you have of a place. Yeah. The next one. Emotional tone. Okay. The next one is the physical surroundings. The physical surroundings. 
is, is part of the atmosphere, physical surroundings. The next one is the level of death or cleanliness of a place. Death, yes. Then the next one is the level of newness or the level of oldness. So when, when a place is new, the newer a place is, the better the atmosphere in the place is. Yeah. When you go to a place and the toilet is false or it's old, when you press play, it goes down, top, and then pull the thing or do some, go and get some buckets. The feeling that you have is a completely different feeling from something that is new. You just touch it and all the things go away. Wow. So the level of newness and the level of, or the level of oldness of a place. Yeah. And the level of cleanliness. The level of, of, of depth. So when you go to a place, I don't like hotels with carpet. Because a carpet has drunk somebody so many things. When you test, you see so many things are in the carpet. <laughs> oh, yeah. People have vomited on it. People have, I mean, I don't want to say so many things are in it. If we have put a carpet here by now, you will not be happy with the place. Yeah. As some of us told that when, when, when there's a carpet, oh, there was a carpet in the house. Wow. So that you have come to a nice place, oh, there was a carpet. When you go inside, the whole place is carpeted. The whole place is ready to soak so many things and has been soaking. Alright? Now, The next one is that it is the spiritual quality of a place. Spiritual quality of a place. Spiritual quality. So the natural quality and then the spiritual quality. So every place has both spiritual and natural physical quality. Physical and spiritual. Because we are also spirit and we are also physical. Okay? Now, when a place is some way, it affects everything, natural and physical. That is why you notice from our African environment, we have rarely invented anything. In certain ideas don't even occur to us. Our mind doesn't reach there. That's why you need to travel. A person who has never traveled is not really educated. You can write it down. I said, a person has not traveled. It's not really educated. You need a traveling experience to make you rounded, well-educated. I mean, some of you, you have not been outside Accra before. Now, John, Revelations chapter 1, verse 9. Atmosphere for revelation. This is the atmosphere for revelation. I, John, 
who also am your brother and companion in tribulation and in the kingdom and patience of Jesus Christ. Was in the isle that is called Patmos for the word of God and for the testimony of Jesus Christ. And I was in the spirit on the Lord's day. And I heard behind me a great voice as of a trumpet saying, I am Alpha and Omega, the first and the last. What thou seest, write it in a book and send it to the seven churches which are in Asia. Amen. And I said to see the two of the voice that speaks with me. And when I turned, I saw seven golden candlesticks. Wow. And there began the book of Revelation. <laughs> now, you see that he didn't just tell us the revelation that he had. He told us the atmosphere that he was in. Do you understand? He told us the atmosphere that he was in before the revelation came. Because the atmosphere is very important and linked to the kind of revelation that he had. Today, the island of Patmos is near um, Athens. There are ferries that go from the main port of Athens to the island of Patmos. And there are a lot of huge monasteries and cathedrals there because of John, in, 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 in commemoration of John. So it's a place tourists go to. I've never been there, but it's a famous place because of John. Because the place, it's an island, it's right there. So, one day we can go there. Yeah. One day we can go there. Hey. Are, are you feeling tired? It was not you that I saw. I was feeling tired. Okay. Oh, it's you. I saw something in this area. You give me my personal bottle. I need one personal bottle of water. Is it, is it, it's too, I need the hand. Very good. As for me, I don't, I don't have a problem. Look, if you don't want to be wet, I'm, I'm just promising you that I'm going to make you totally soaked. Yeah. Those who have been, there will be no medicine. So, if you don't like that thing, you may move to the back. There's a seat at the back. There's a lift it up so they can see that there's an empty chair. There. If there's an empty chair by you, there, there's the one here and there. Yeah. So all, all those. I don't want you to change my message. Or shorten it. Or divert it. Please. So. And after this, I'm going to pond you with Coca-Cola. So that you see that. You see that sugar is on your, on your body. You see that sugar. Hands will bite you in the night. You see I need one bottle, one bottle of Coke, okay? After this. Who is at the bank? I need one bottle, one bottle of Coke. You have a bottle of Coke there? Yeah, okay, so, then after the break, I'm gonna pound you with Coke. So now you see. You'll be sugar coated. 
Okay. Back to the island. We are back on the island. We are in an atmosphere. It's an island atmosphere. It's an atmosphere for revelation. An atmosphere for being in the spirit. It's an atmosphere of the Lord's day. Not just an ordinary day. On the Lord's day. Yeah. The Lord's day. Not just every day. I was on an island and I was on an island. You see the sea. It's different. It's a, it's a certain atmosphere, isolation. Yeah. So when you look at about the seven atmospheres of Jesus, you see that Jesus always sought for certain atmospheres. You see, going to the wilderness and in the desert place and in the mountain and by the sea and these kind of places, going into a quiet place. He was always moving the garden. Not about the way he was wants to go. If he just stay at the place that he was, this house was in Capernaum. When you go to the East Israel, you go to the destroyed city. It's called Capernaum. You say this is Capernaum. That is where his headquarters was. But he was not staying there. If you see where the wilderness is very far. If you see the way the mountains were far. And this was Jesus. It wasn't just in one place. But there are different places you need a certain atmosphere. Both natural and spiritual. Yeah. I, Paul, I, John, your brother and companion in tribulation and in the kingdom and patience of Jesus Christ. I was on the Isle of Patmos on the Lord's day. In the spirit. Then I heard a voice. The things that you are going to see, write it and send it. Write it in a book and send it to the churches. That's why I go to places to pray. You will not easily see me praying. Yeah? All through my life, I've always been going somewhere to pray. Yeah. I've always found different places to go and pray. You may not know. Yeah. I have different places where I meet the Lord. Yes. I have different places I meet the Lord. Amen. They are, they are the most important places to me in my life. Yes. And without those meetings, and without those islands of Patmos, Patmos Islands, Gardens of Gethsemane, Without those mountains. But he went into a mountain to pray and continued there all night until the morning. Without that, there is no way you can have a certain kind of contact with God. Yeah. There is no way. Are you listening to me? Do you want to have revelation? Do you want to know God? Do you want to know God? Do you want to get closer to God? Do you want God to be your friend? Do you want God to speak to you? Do you want God to guide you? Do you want God to tell you what to do? Then find the island of Patmos. Yeah. Not as a tourist, but your own isle of Patmos, where you can serve the Lord, find the Lord, and you will be in the Spirit on the Lord's day. 
And he will start to speak to you. Yeah. And what he says you must do. Amen. Are you listening to me? Are you listening to me? Yeah. You see, if you want certain results, you have to know that there are certain methods by which you are going to have those results. So you cannot just have God by being with... Look, look at your room, your room, your room. How much can you pray in your room? Your room, how much can you pray in your room? I mean, let's be honest. In your house, when you go home to your house, how much space is there in your house? How many rooms are there? How, I mean, how, how many people have a room to themselves? And even your room, it may be so hot, you can't even stay there. There's a lot of atmosphere. The atmosphere will not even let you, even it will not let you be happy. So many of us, and we are prayerless, prayerless, zero, 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 zero. God must be sought in the atmospheres where he can be found. God must be sought in the atmosphere where he can be found. And if you are not prepared to seek God in the atmosphere where God can be found, then you don't understand God. Are you listening to me? Lift your hand and ask God to guide you into such wonderful situations and atmospheres.